and therefore we always have an entity called Chilahasa, the reflected consciousness. And therefore, that Swarupa of the Jiva, Swarupa means the actual uh, presence of the Jiva will always be there as long as mind is. As long as mind is, that reflected consciousness will be there because it is the nature of the mind to reflect consciousness. And so that is called Sahaja Tadatmyam. That Tadatmya is Sahaja, the natural. <coughs> Another is called Karmajam Tadatmyam. The Tadatmya or the identification there is between the subtle body and the gross body. So that is called Karmajam Tadatmyam, born of Prarabdha Karma. So as long as Prarabdha Karma is there, so long the gross body is there. And as long as gross body is there, so long of course the subtle body is there. And so that association between the subtle body and the gross body is called Karmajam Tadatmyam. And that is the third kind of Tadatmya that is called Bhrantijam Tadatmyam. Born of Bhranti. And that is the identification uh, between Kaukutastha and Chidabhasa. Taking Chidabhasa meaning Jiva and Kutastha meaning the changeless self to be one, this is Bhantijam Tadatmyam. With Tadatmya or identification brought about on account of bhanti or error or delusion. So what happens is, delusion is something, error is something that is directly born of ignorance and therefore when ignorance and the avruti meaning avranam go, goes away, then this bhanti of taking chidatma as chidahasa as atma or taking chidahasa and kutasa as one, that bhanti goes away. And therefore wise man no more takes the reflected consciousness as a self. No more takes the body as a self or the mind as a self. Taking this body, mind, etc. as self is called bhanti and that goes away in wake of the knowledge of the self. However, the other two kinds of tadatmya, that's sahaja tadatmya, meaning that consciousness is reflected in the mind that doesn't go away as long as the mind is and also the mind's association with the gross body also doesn't go away as long as prarabdha karma is. And so, that karmajam tadatmyam and sahajam tadatmyam, they do not go away by knowledge. So when will they go away? Prarabdhaksha mikshade. That karmajam tadatmyam meaning the association of the gross body will be there as long as prarabdha karma is there and only when the prarabdha is exhausted then the gross body gets destroyed by swarupa meaning in which destroyed the body itself gets destroyed. Earlier the error of taking the body as Atma was destroyed. But when Prarabdha is exhausted, body itself gets destroyed and so also the mind because there is no ignorance and then there is what we call a total cessation of the individual personality. Until then, there is an appearance of some kind of an individuality even for a wise man on account of Sahaja and Karmaja Tadatmya. <coughs> That's the point here. And of course they say, that we discussed it in detail yesterday, how come when the cause goes away the effect remains and a casual tentative answer was given that according to you the effect continues to remain for a moment even after the cause goes away and so we say that this effect called the prarabdha of the body continues to remain even after the cause namely ignorance goes away. He said but we say that the effect remains only for a moment after the cause goes away. The cloth remains for a moment after the thread is burnt. Why do, why do you say that the, the body continues for years together? He says, well, moment is a relative thing. With reference to cloth, which has the life of a few days, a moment is a certain dimension. But with reference to this bhanti, which is there, you know, for from beginningless time, that moment is so many years. Thus, this kind of a tentative reply was given. Subsequently, it was told that, well, we are not in fact arriving at these kind of principles based on merely logic, but then our conclusions are all based on the Shruti and we apply logic which is supporting logic. Shruti Yukti Anubhuti Bhya. Shruti says, Tasya Tavadevacharam Yavanda Vimokshe Asa Sampatse. As long as this body is there, so long the wise man has to continue with some kind of individual existence. So that Shruti clearly shows the existence of Prarabdha Karma, the gross body, the Jivan Mukti. And Kulala Chakra, like the potter's wheel, or like a motor car, which even after you take your foot off the accelerator pedal, how the motor car continues to run, 
because of the momentum or how the potter's wheel continues to run even when you take off that, that stick and similarly also the body continues to run on account of momentum prarabdha karma and vidvat anubhava we know there are wise men and so wise men also there are people whose ignorance is gone and still the physical existence continues that shows that knowledge does not destroy the body it is a system <coughs> and so what we are saying is based on this pramana this means of knowledge and not merely based on yukti or not merely arrived at to refute you we are not holding a position just to dismiss you or refute your position our position is independently arrived at from the shruti <coughs> okay so that is that point has been now taken care of now continues prakritam anusarati from the verse 57 prakritam now the subject matter of discussion is again taken up from the verse 57 astandustarkikaisakam <coughs> विवाद प्रकृतम ब्रुवे स्वाहमो सिद्धमेकत्वम कूटस्थपरिणामिनो आस्ताम विस्तार की रही साकम विवाद है आस्ताम साकम सार्धम सह और दैट मीन्स विथ दुस्तार्किकम विवाद आस्ताम आस्तामेंट विद दोस्त पीपल और दुस्तार्किका सो दे आर नॉट इवन तार्किका मीनिंग दोस्त पीपल हु जस्ट हैव ए परवर्डेड लॉजिक और परवर्डेड रीजनिंग सो दोस्त पीपल हो इरोनियस रीजनिंग और परवर्डेड रीजनिंग एन ओनली टू सपोर्ट दर व्यू so let us set aside now or let let remain there only this argument with this this kind of dustarkikas prakrutam bruve but then we can always refute every position for the simple reason that we can always come up with a superior reason so vedantins are able to in fact answer everything or are able to refute the position of all the schools of philosophy all the schools of thought only because their arguments are all based on truth the idea is as you say shruti whatever shruti says is logical and therefore when we really take these statements of shruti and scrutinize them on on the basis of the test of the logic we find them to be logical and that logic proves to be the superior logic and therefore this siddhanta that is arrived at merely by some figment of imagination they can be very easily dismissed in their world vedantins are able to dismiss the positions held by other people as we have been seeing but astam that is not our intention to refute them or silence them or vanquish them is not our intention if you take up this kind of purupaksha i mean this kind of uh, uh, discussion then also it is to clarify our own ideas not so much as to refute them or vanquish them but then to clarify our own thinking so all right that we already done and let now let that vivada stand there prakrutam bruve now we will talk of prakrutam or that which is under discussion <coughs> and what is it swahamoho siddhamekatvam kutastha parinaminoho kutastha parinaminoho swahamoho ekatvam siddham kutastha and parinami जीवात्मा both of them are taken to be one swa ahamoho swa is kutastha chaitanyam aham is parinami chaitanyam so swa is the true nature of myself which is consciousness that is changeless and aham is what i take myself to be which is karta bhokta constantly changing and so there is parinami or changing consciousness 
तयो एकत्वम सिद्धम एकत्वम हेरी तादात्म्य अध्यास सो दी तादात्म्य अध्यास और टेकिंग देम टू बी वन इज सिद्धम भ्रांतिया सिद्धम एसटी का अगर से स्वयं अहम शब्दार्थयो कूटस्थ चिदाभाषयो और कूटस्थ परिणामिनो हो एकत्वम भ्रांतिया सिद्धम शोन दैट बाय भ्रांति द होल डिस्कशन स्टार्टेड विद एन इलेस्ट्रेशन ऑफ रजत शुक्ति का एंड रजत हाउ शुक्ति का इज टेकन टू बी रजत हाउ शव इज टेकन टू बी सिल्वर एंड दैट इज वॉट यू कॉल एकत्वम द आइडेंटिफिकेशन ऑफ सिल्वर एंड शुक्ति का सो शुक्ति का इज टेकन टू बी सिल्वर द टू ऑब्जेक्ट आर टेकन टू बी वन इवन दो सिल्वर इज क्वाइट डिफरेंट फ्रॉम ए शेल बट इन दिस इंस्टेंस बिकॉज ऑफ भ्रांति ऑफ द एरर The silver is taken to be shell, and so also that kutastha chaitanyam and parinami chaitanyam, atma and this jiva both are quite distinct from each other. One is aparoksha, other one is pratyaksha. One is avabhasa ka sakshi, other is avabhasya. One is illuminator, other is illumined. And even then, not knowing their nature, these two are taken to be one, and that is called bhanti by the error. This chidabhasa and kutastha. Are taken to be one. This has been shown by this argument so far. Now, the teacher takes up a number of other opinions, other schools of thought, as we might say, for discussion to see the fallacies involved in their thinking. So, whenever we take a purupaksha, khandanam and mandanam. So, when we take the refutal of the purupaksha, again, as we said. The purpose is to see where fallacies of thinking are involved, so that we can work out our own fallacious thinking. It's quite possible that very often our own thinking goes in the same lines as some of the purupakshis, and or even if we do not claim to be belong to a particular paksha, but very often the conclusions that we entertain about ourselves very often fall in the same category, and thus this kind of discussions as will follow. Where we take different uh, opinions of what different people think Atma to be, we will find that very often we ourselves take ourselves or Atma to be what it is to be what they think, and that will help us to, in fact, look at the fallacies of our own conclusions. And so, in preparation to that discussion, first a couple of questions are raised. It says, "Nanu, kutas thajivayo ho ekatvam bhanti sudham chayid idam bhantamiti." भ्रांति That I am not jiva. When I say I am jiva, that I is what kutastha, and jiva is chidabhasa. When I say I am a karta, I am a bhokta, I am a sukhi, aham dukhi, that aham is kutastha, and sukhi, dukhi, karta, bhokta, all of this is chidabhasa. So we are putting them in the same. We are lumping them together. Aham sukhi, that kutastha, and chidabhasa. Both of them are taken to be one. Then, idam bhantam. That's a bhanti. That's an error. If you keep it, how come nobody seems to know this? If this is a bhanti, how come nobody seems to know that? Iti asankhya shruti tatpariya pariyalojana sunyatvat. That is an account of sunyatvam absence of pariyalojana, a, a consideration, you know, or a reflection upon shruti tatpariya. What is tatpariya? Or the purport of the shruti. On account of not being able to comprehend the purport of the shruti, people do not know that this conclusion that I am a jiva, that I am a samsari, is a bhanti or an error that they do not know. And so it is said in verse 58. In fact, not only ordinary people do not know, even learned people do not know. Even those who are learned in the scriptures, even they also do not know that this conclusion on my part that I am a samsari is a bhanti. And that's been said in this verse 58. Hmm. 
धाम्यंते पंडितम मन्या सर्वे लौकिकनादृत्यश्रुति मौर्ख्यालाश्रिता सर्वे लौकिकतैर्थिका पंडित मन्या भ्राम्यंते लौकिकैर्थिका लौकिका तैर्थिका लौकिका मीन्स लेमेन दोस्ट पीपल हू नो एक्सपोजर्ड स्क्रिप्टर्स आर कॉल लौकिका लेमेन लेमेन एंड तैर्थिका ये तीर्थ मीन्स शास्त्र तैर्थिका मीन्स वन वे स्टडीड द शास्त्र इज कॉल तैर्थिका So, Laukika is the one who is unaware of the Shastra and Tairthika is the one who has studied the Shastra. All of this survey, Panditam Manyaha, Atmanam Panditam Manyante, Yedhi Panditam Manyaha. So, those people who take themselves to be Pandita or scholars. So, those who consider themselves to be scholars, survey Bhamyante, all of these people, Bhamyante, all of them are deluded. Means, all of them commit this error. <coughs> अनादृत्य श्रुति मौर्ख्यात मौर्ख्यात श्रुति अनादृत्य सो दे हैव नॉट रिली स्टडीड द श्रुति दे डू नॉट हैव द एडवांटेज ऑफ लर्निंग दिस शास्त्र और लर्निंग उपनिषद फ्रॉम ए क्वालिफाइड टीचर एंड सो दो में बी डेबलिंग इन टू दी बुक्स बाय दमसेल्स एंड श्रुति अनादृत्य दे डू नॉट रियलाइज दैट वेन इट कम्स टू आत्मा वेन इट कम्स टू द ट्रूथ देन अवर बुद्धि और वो सेंस परसेप्शन एक्सेट्रा कैनॉट बी प्रमाणम श्रुति इज प्रमाणम एंड दैट दे डू नॉट नो एंड दर फॉर श्रुति अनादृत्य अनादृत्य मीन्स डिसरिस्पेक्टिंग और डिसरिगार्डिंग द श्रुति नॉट हैविंग द आदर ऑफ द रिगार्ड फॉर द श्रुति सो डिसरिगार्डिंग द श्रुति मौर्ख्यात ऑन अकाउंट ऑफ मूर्खता ऑन अकाउंट ऑफ स्टुपिडिटी केवलाम युक्ति माश्रिता टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस नैयायिका दे डू नॉट रियली बाधर About what the Shruti has to say, and kevalam yuktim ashritaha. They take the ashraya or the support of kevalam yuktim merely reasoning, and so they will learn it all right in the worldly way. But then they are not learned in the right manner because they do not accept Shruti as pramana, and so they accept only their inference or their reasoning as a pramana, and that is the reason why all kind of bhanti or erroneous notions. the entertain <coughs> the idea is that there is no way that you will ever be come across atma our experience will never show and no reasoning will ever show that i am a complete being there is no way that i will ever come to know that like a 10th man will never come to know the 10th man because already there is a conclusion that the 10th man is lost and based on that conclusion he is searching for the 10th man when would it ever come occur to him that Tenth man, I am. There is no way, because when the conclusion is there that I am not the tenth man, and the tenth man is lost, there is no way that he will ever arrive at this truth that I am the tenth man. Someone has to tell him. And similarly, also those who have concluded that I am a limited being, and that limit, li- I, what I am searching is different from me. So those who take this duality to be real, there is no way that they will ever come across the self which is limitless, because. I always come across a self which is limited. Throughout the waking state, throughout the dream state, and all my experiences are always of a relative self, because all the time I am related to something or somebody, and thus I always know myself in relation to somebody or something. I know myself as father, I know myself as brother or mother or sister or whatever, or happy, unhappy, and so on and so forth. But it's always in relation to somebody out there. Or in relation to this body, or in relation to a state of my mind, and I have no opportunity at all to ever come across myself, self which is not related. And so, how would I ever know that when I am not father, when I am not mother, when I am not happy, when I am not unhappy, when none of these things are joined with I, then what is the nature of that I? There is no way for me to know that. And therefore, any kind of conclusions I draw about myself based on my apparent experience of myself are never going to be right. And I am going to use only reasoning to justify whatever conclusions I have. 
So most people think that they are impartial. But in fact, that itself is partiality. So there are scholars, all these professors and all of those people who study Vedanta also. So they are proud in saying that they do not belong to any school of philosophy at all. And therefore they are happy to say, Shankaracharya says this, Ramanujacharya says this, Madhvacharya says this, Eastern philosophy is this, Western is this, and they are happy. So he thinks that he is unrelated, he is unconnected to or impartial with the whole thing. He is no partiality at all. He doesn't hold any particular opinion about this. But that itself is an opinion. That if none of them, you know, that none of them uh, I should be, I should hold on to, itself is a bias. And therefore, he doesn't have the benefit of any teaching actually. So those fellows are, are thoroughly frustrated people because they know everything about what everybody has to say. But then, they haven't, they cannot be committed to anything because being committed is considered to be wrong. So they will never listen to sadhu, sannyasi, because they are all committed people. You are committed to Shankaracharya, what do you know about Ramanajacharya or Madhvacharya? Or what do you know about all the rest of the schools of philosophy? And Eastern and Western and Zen and what not. And therefore, they think that you don't know anything. And they pride themselves in not being committed to anything. And so, how will they ever arrive at? So when they don't accept Shruti as Pramanam, then there is no way that you can ever arrive at the truth. And so, Maurukhyat, out of stupidity alone, Shrutim Anadritya, disregarding the Shruti, Kevalam Dukti Mahasitaha, take support of merely this reasoning. And that's the reason why they do not realize that this fundamental conclusion that I am an inquirer, that I am ignorant, has all the time Ramana Mahasi had to say, this fellow says, I want happiness. Well, first of all, find out who are you? Are you unhappy? So I want knowledge. Does it mean that you are ignorant? That I am a jiva? Does it mean, you know? So all these are conclusions and then you want to eliminate that sense of jivatvam or sense of unhappiness or sense of duality, whatever it is. But itself is based on wrong conclusion. And so there is no way that they can ever know the truth of themselves. So there is no wonder that they do not realize that this is an error. That I am a jiva itself is an error, which is the lumping together of kutastha and jivatma. <coughs> okay. Well, they are not only nanu srutyartha pravaktaravi kejit ikkam kutona jananti. Now we are talking about the people who accept Vedas as pramanam. So first verse, 58th verse was for those, those who do not accept Shruti as Pramanam. But there are those who accept the Shruti as Pramanam. Nanu Shrutyartha Pravaktarobi. Even this Pravaktaha, meaning those people who give discourses on the Shrutyartha, on the meaning of the Shruti. Ketit Istham Kutun Jananti. Even they also do not seem to know in this manner that Kutastha is Atma. Even those people also do not know. Kutaha, how come they do not know? Ityasankya. Tesham sakalye shrutyartha pariyalochana abhavad. You know very well that there are so many schools of philosophy in Vedanta itself. When we say Vedanta, we only mean Advaita Vedanta. But that's not so. In fact, Vedanta is of different kind. There is Vishistha Advaita, there is Dvaita, and Dvaita Advaita, and all of that is called Vedanta. Vedanta really is Upanishad alone. And all different acharyas have their own interpretation of Upanishads. And so they also don't seem to... There are many acharyas who say that Jiva is different from Ishvara. And that Jiva is really a limited entity. And so those people who are learning the Shruti also, how come they do not know that this is Bhranti? Tesham Sakalye Shrutyartha Pariyalochanam Abhavad. Because Pariyalochanam, Shrutyartha Pariyalochanam, they do not Sakalye, they do not take the Shruti as a whole. They take certain segments of scriptures and then arrive at their conclusion. But they do not take scripture as a whole. And that was the intention of this Brahma Sutra. To take the Shruti, all the Upanishads as one body of knowledge. And then look at what is the Tatparya. Tattus Manvayat. To, to arrive at the Ekavakyata. Or arrive at, arrive at the one vision that all the whole body of this knowledge provides. Whole body of this scripture, namely Upanishad provides. But those people who do not have a total vision of this of this text, 
they arrive at different kinds of conclusions. Even Bhagavad Gita also, if you don't look at the whole text, and you take one chapter or some verses, then definitely you arrive at variety of conclusions. And that's why you find that even those who apparently accept the Shruti as Pramanam, even they also entertain different kinds of notions. And that's what the verse 59 says. Purva Parapara Marsha Vikala Tatra Ketana Vakya Bhasan Swaswapakshe again with reference to this subject matter, Kechana many or some Purva Apara Paramarsha Vikalaha. Purva para in order to arrive at the Tatpari or the purport of any particular passage. It is necessary to review what has preceded that and what follows it. Is that purva, para, purva and apara. Purva means following, preceding, apara means following. That paramarsha, we must be able to review the whole thing. So unless we reflect upon what is preceded and what follows, it is not possible to arrive at the tatparya or purport of a particular passage. And so that's the reason why there are many passages in the Shruti which talk about creation. And it looks as though Shruti talks about creation to be real. And this discussion that taken up by Shankaracharya also, again, almost in every place. Aitreya Upanishad describes his own prakriya of creation. Taitriya Upanishad has its own prakriya of creation. Prasna Upanishad has its own prakriya. And Aitreya Upanishad describes very interesting stories, you know which we find in Puranas as, as very elaborate, I mean those ideas being elaborated in the form of stories in the Puranas, but there it would describe that here is Atma, one without a second, and then Atma said, Atma thought that, may I become many, may I, may I create this world. So, Lokana Sujayati, that I will create this world, Iman Lokana Sujayati, he created all these worlds. And then he thought that, alright, now I have created the Lokas, let me create Lokapalan Surjayati, may I create the protectors of the world or presiding deities of the world. And then it seems that from water, which was the primordial water, he pulled out a lump of the, of the shape of a Purusha or a person. And this was a cosmic person. And then from the mouth of that person came out the fire and the speech. Eyes came out the sun. From this aperture came out the eyes and the sun. From the ears, the, the faculty of hearing and the quarters. All the devatas came out from there. So these are the stories are described. And then all the devatas, all of them were endowed with samsara, hunger and thirst. So they started demanding that please now give us some place remaining where we can appease our hunger. And so it is necessary to create a form for all the devatas. And so the Lord started creating different forms. First he created a cow and gave it, showed it to the devatas. Do you like this? says, no, we are not satisfied with it. We don't think that we can really appease our hunger through this. Then created a horse and created all kinds of forms. Ultimately created a human being. And Devata said, Sukhrutam Bata, oh, this is very well created. So, okay, then you enter into your respective abode. And walk and fire entered his mouth. The faculty of seeing and sun entered the eye. And thus we have all these different faculties and different Devatas in our body. And like the story goes on, some person asks, what is all this, you know, do you mean to say that all this really happened? How can this Purusha think, still the mind is not created, how can he think that I want to create this Lokas? And still the worlds are not there, how, from what material did he create? And so, so many questions arise, and the story just does not make sense. That's why Shankaracharya has to say that, all the stories really do only convey that, this creation is mithya. Or to convey that the only one principle is there in and through all the diversity. So very often elaborate descriptions of creations are found. Not really to give reality to creation, but in fact to show that creation is mithya or to show that whatever there is, is Brahman alone. Vacharam Brahm, Vikaro Namrayam. That what is modification is in fact Vacharam Brahm, is mithya. And what is cause, namely Brahman alone is Satyam. 
So unless we take the whole Shruti and, uh, and, and, and reflect upon the purport of what the Shruti wants to convey, we cannot arrive at the, the purport of the vision of the Shruti. So Purva Para Paramasa Vikalaha Vikalaha Rahitaha Those people are devoid of Paramasa reflection upon what precedes and what follows. So those who do not have a total view of the Shruti, Vakya Bhasan Swaswapakshe Yojanti they have their own paksha. These fellows, you know what they do? They use a shruti, so other fellows dismiss the shruti and only use the yukti or the reasoning to justify their position. These fellows are even cleverer than them. They have a position of their own and they, conven- they find convenient passages from the shruti to justify their position. That's called vakya bhasan. Vakya bhasan. Which is not really vakya, but then which is, looks like vakya. Vakya means a Pramana Vakya. So passage of Shruti which is Pramana Vakya or which has this Tatparya in what it says. Very often statements do not have Tatparya in what they say but they have Tatparya in something else. And so you can take a certain statement out of context and then present it as a statement of the Shruti and lot of misunderstanding can be created. So many times things are being said and you take it out of context in isolation and perhaps the meaning altogether changes. And this fellows, as the illustrations will be given, these fellows who simply want to justify their positions, they take convenient passages from the Shruti and quote them as, as Pramanam, quote them as a valid statement and that is how, in order to Swasva Paksha Yojanti, whatever Paksha the opinion they are already holding, in order to justify their position, they simply quote this the Vakya, the different passages from the Shruti, Aladjaya, seamlessly. So, it is very clear to anybody that Shruti doesn't mean this. Tasmadva etasmad, etas purushaha annarasamayaha. So, purushaha annarasamayaha. As the Shruti says, this purushavada atma is annarasamayaha. You know the nature of annarasa or body. And suddenly Shruti doesn't stop there, it continues further. But this fellow will take only that passage and say that body is Atma. Aladjaya, and without Lajja or without any hesitation or without any shame, they quote these passages merely to justify their positions. And there are any number of people who do that. Any number of people who simply, even Karmakandik also, I once attended a conference of these Agnihotris in, in Gujarat. There are a few Agnihotris still left who perform Agnihotra karma. And uh, one of them quoted uh, Mundaka Upanishad, that passage where it says, Ehi, Ehi, you know, how these Shrutis, uh, I mean, how, how the uh, different Ahutis that he has offered for the whole of his life, how the very Ahutis or oblations themselves become the guides and become, you know, the escorts rather. And that escort this Jiva along the path of the rays of the sun and take them to heaven. So, ehi, ehi, so come, come with us, this is a beautiful heavens which you attained as a result of your karma, etc. So, this passage, which in fact Mundaka Upanishad quotes only for different purpose, was quoted by that person to show that in fact this is what the Upanishad has to say, that this is the ultimate goal, that here is the Brahma Lokaha that you have been all the time desiring and which you have earned as a result of the meritorious actions performed by you. And Plavahyete Adhura Yajna Rupaha, subsequently the mantra is there, that all these Plavaha, all of these boats of the nature of Yajna are Adhuraha, all of them are perishable. That statement he does not quote. So, it is a very convenient thing because Upanishads saying what they are, you develop a certain thought pattern, and in between you take a thought, you know, out of context, and then present it, and then to prove your position or to prove your point. That's why Alajjaya Yojayanti. They simply take statements out of the context and present them seamlessly to support the position. <coughs> that also shows a commitment when the mind is not open. So in order to learn, we must have an open mind. And whenever we find that we are, we come across something from the Shruti or from the teacher that seems to go against what we presently think, then we should have the openness to be able to analyze what we are told 
And if we feel that what we have been taking so far believing is not right, we should be able to set aside our present belief. And then we'll learn. But the people are closed minds and therefore they do not want to learn. They only want to listen to the scriptures or listen to discourses to justify their position. How many times you come across in India, you know, there are people who listen to all kinds of discourses. What they used to call professional listeners, you know. Because it is, this is what they do. Wherever there is any kind of discourses, and there are many, they go there. And when they come out, then you have to listen to their discussion. This Swami, I don't think he knows anything. This Swami, I don't... Because if a Swami tells him something which agrees with his own understanding, then that Swami is great. If he says something which contradicts his own understanding, well then that Swami doesn't know anything. So people are very often looking for only verification of their understanding, verification of their conclusions. And so the mind is not open. And that's what, uh, that's the reason why this kind of mistakes are made. <coughs> now with this introduction, Tatratavat Pratyekshaika Pratyekshaika Pramanabhyogamena Atishthulatvat Lokayatadipaksham Prathamata Anubhashate Tatratavat, now while on the subject, Pratyaksha Eka Pramana Abhyupagamena. There are those who are called Charvakas or materialists who accept Pratyaksha or the perception as the only Pramana. There are those materialists who do not even accept inference as a Pramana. You know, just Pratyaksha, what you perceive, perception is taken to be the only valid means of knowledge. That is Thulatvar. And what can you perceive? What you perceive is grossest thing is what you perceive. And therefore, their opinions are also very gross. Since perception is the only means of knowledge that is accepted, and what you can perceive through your sense organs is only the gross creation, and therefore, that gross material alone is taken with truth by them, because that is what you perceive. So, abhisthulatvat lokayatadipaksham prasamatah anubhashate. Now, in, there is a way of performing this inquiry, that you take different opinions, beginning from grossest to less gross, less gross, less gross, subtler, subtler, and finally arrive at what Vedanta has to say. So that's how the teacher here leads us into a whole thought development. In that very process, he also refutes the opinions of many uh, thinkers who have arrived at their opinions on account of assuming accepting only pratyaksha or inference, or reasoning as a pramanam. So, lokāyata adipaksham prathamatah anubhāsate. First of all, to begin with, lokāyata, as the second footnote says, lokāyataha charvākādeha nāstikāha. So, nāstika, nāstika is a person who does not accept Veda as pramanam. That's called nāstika. So, they do not accept Veda as pramanam. And so, they don't accept shāstra as pramanam. They don't, therefore, accept the previous birth, they do not accept rebirth, they don't accept anything. These fellows are, as you know very well, Bhasmi Bhutasya Dehasya Punara Gamanam Kutaha. Who has seen anybody who has been burned to ashes? Have you ever seen that fellow coming back here? Punara Gamanam Kutaha. Once the body is turned to ashes, who comes back? So Yavad Jivet, Sukham Jivet, Runam Krutva, Ghrutam Pivet. And therefore, you better make marry as long as you are alive. If necessary, buy, borrow or steal, but then enjoy yourself. Because the body is taken to be the uh, Atma. And all these things are stated merely to justify their own sensuous, you know, desires, that's all. So everybody is a philosopher, understand? You ask anybody, everybody must have a philosophy of life, otherwise person cannot survive. And everybody has to justify what he or she is doing also is right, because otherwise also you cannot justify. So you have to justify within yourself the validity of what you are doing. And therefore you must have a line of reasoning to justify whatever you are doing or not doing. And then everyone is a philosopher. So Charvakas are also philosophers. And though all they believe is nothing but in just sensuous pleasure. And therefore they have a philosophy to justify that way of life also. <coughs> they are called Lokayataha. Loke Ayataha Vyaptaha Vistrutaha. Those people who are all pervading, in loka means what is perceptible or visible, that's all. So, 
those people are wedded to the perception. Say <coughs> the 68th verse. Kutastha di sariranta Sanghatasyatmatan jaguhu Lokayataf pamarascha Pratyakshabhasamashidaha Kutasthadi Shriranda Sanghadasya Atmatan Jaguhu Jaguhu Gai means to sing. Jaguhu means to sing or they, they talk about. Lokayataha Pamarascha, these two fellows. Lokayataha, so they are all Charvakaha. So materialist means they are thinkers or philosophers. Pamarascha and other ordinary people. They are not philosophers. Pamaraha. So Sanskrit word Pamara means Vishaya Lampataha. So those people who are just, you know, immersed in sensuous pleasures are called Pamaraha. Means those people who always run after the sensuous pleasures, they are called Pamraha. They don't have any philosophy. They just do whatever they feel like doing. Lokayataha. But other fellows are smarter. And they have a philosophy to support whatever they are doing. Pratyaksha Abhasa Mashritaha. So what makes them think whatever they are thinking? What makes them arrive at the conclusion or, or entertain the conclusion or hold on to the conclusion that they do hold? But Pratyaksha itself is avasa. They take perception to be real. And in fact, if you just give a little thought to the life, you will find that you can never rely upon what you see. Although they say that what we see alone we believe, but it's not always believable because, as Swami often says, I have been all the very often disillusioned. I drew the conclusions again and again. I saw the sun rising in the morning and I thought that the sun was traveling from east to west. And when I went to the school, then I realized that the sun doesn't travel at all. It is earth that is moving. And thus, again and again we find that the conclusion that you draw from this pratyaksha, the perception, so those conclusions have to be again and again changed because perception cannot be dependent upon. So pratyaksha avasam, perception does present before us a duality between the subject and the object. Perception does present before us a variety or diversity between, the, between different objects or different names and forms, but no scientist even accepts that as the ultimate proof. Otherwise, scientists could never arrive at the matter, you know, which is the, the, which is the fundamental of all the material creation, the energy. So, then only we recognize that even though there is an apparent diversity, in fact, there is one unifying uh, oneness or unity in all of them. So, Pratyaksha itself proves to be Ahasa, appearance. So, perception, which is like an appearance, they take to be the pramanam or the valid means of knowledge. This lokayataha, people who are charvakas, materialists, and pamaraha, merely the ordinary people, and say, kutasthadi sariranta sanghatasya atmatam. They take the sharira as the atma. And when you take the body as atma, the whole pinda or the whole complex here is taken to be atma. Basically, the charvakas say that the gross body is Atma. But we know very well that the gross body can be alive only when a subtle body is there. And subtle body can be really functioning only when it has the blessing or it has the grace of Atma, which, which illumines it or which enlivens it. And so when you say that the gross body is Atma, the whole complex beginning from Kutastha Chaitanya, meaning the changeless awareness right up to the gross body, the whole thing is taken to be Atma by them. Because so it seems. Normally the idea is that Atma is a conscious being. And I find that the gross body is a conscious entity. And therefore it is conveniently taken to be Atma. So Atma is conscious, the body is conscious and therefore body is Atma. And today I think majority, I think majority of people in the world do take it this way only. Even today 
Most of the doctors, most of the scientists and most of the people in the world take the body to be Atma. Because body, body is conscious and that which is conscious is a self and therefore body is taken to be Atma. <coughs> this is Tikagara Pratyaksha Siddhatvena Dehadehe Atmatum Parmasakam Syad. Somebody said, why do you dismiss this idea? When they say that the body is Atma, what's wrong with it? Pratyaksha Siddhatvena, after protection, perception is also Pramana, a valid means of knowledge. So Dehadehe Atmatum Parmasakam so we find that the deha or the body is conscious and therefore it is atma, then why do you say that what they say is wrong? So it said pratyakshabhasa mastitaha. In fact, they, they take the ashraya or the support of the pratyaksha or perception which is abhasa. Perception is not the ultimate pramanam. Yes, it is pramanam all right to reveal the objects of the world but not to reveal the reality of them. So perception cannot reveal the reality of something. It can reveal that this is an orange cloth. But that the cloth is cotton, you see, that cloth is real, is not what perception says, is what the Buddha says. What my eyes, ears and all the sense organs present before me is this world, okay. But that the world is real, that my eyes do not say. Eyes only say there is orange color. That this particular color is there, this, the ears will say that a particular sound is there. But to take this world consisting of the five-fold objects as real is the conclusion of the buddhi. And therefore, we call it pratyaksha abhasa. That this perception also, or the perceptive world in fact, is an abhasa, is an appearance. And even though it is an appearance, it is taken to be real. And that is the reason why the body is taken to be atma by those people. <coughs> And these fellows not only themselves believe like this, they pratyaksaika pramanavadinopi paragyamohanaya svamatam sutishuddhami darsaitam vakyamapi udahananti. They pratyaksaika pramanavadinopi. These fellows who take pratyaksha, the perception is only pramanam. Paragyamohanaya in order to delude other people. The problem with these fellows are that they not only believe something, but then they make other people also believe. So, paravdhyamohana hai. So, yamimam pushpitam vacham paravadandi avipasthita hai. So, avipasthita means those fellows who do not have the tatpa, know the tatpa of the shruti, they talk in all these very beautiful sounding words. In the flowery speech, they present their opinion and thus delude so many other people. As, uh, uh, Mahimna Sotra also says that in order to delude the Vyakroshim, Vihantum Vyakroshim, Jadadhyaha, so all this Jadadhyaha, Vyakroshim, Vihantum, in order to, he says, criticize your Aishwarya. All these fellows are using this language, Ramaniyam or Ramanim. In fact, the language is very sound, pleasant in sounding, but in fact, it only misguides the people. So these Charvakas are in the people. Paravyamohanaya, in order to delude other people or confuse other people, sumatam surishiddhamit darsayatum, even though they take the body to be atma, which conclusion is simply based on perception, but still, in order to claim that their conclusion is, has, has the concurrence from the shruti, or has the sanction of the shruti, so sumatam surishiddhamit darsayatum, to prove that their own opinion also has sanction of the shruti, Vakyamabhi Udaharanti, they quote the statements of the Shruti in support of their view. <coughs> and that is being said in the verse 61. Shrauti Kartum Swapakshante Koshamannamayantasa Virochanasya Siddhantam Pramanam Prati Jagnire Interesting. So Paksham Shrauti Kartum. So that which is Ashrutam Shrauti Kartum. So that's an interesting. So Duri Kartum. 
सो दैट विच अधूरम दूरी कर तुम दैट विच इज नॉट विच इज इनफैक्ट दूरी कर तुम मीन्स दैट विच इज क्लोज बट दैट विच इज टू बी रिमूव सिमिलरली ऑल्सो श्रोती कर तुम दैट पक्षा ऑफ द पोजिशन विच इज इनफैक्ट नॉट इन कीपिंग विद द श्रुति बट देन इन ऑर्डर टू मेक इट अपियर एज दो इट इज इन अकॉर्डिंग टू द श्रुति ते कोशम अन्नमयम तथा विरोचन से सिद्धांतम प्रमाणम प्रति जग्निरे तो दर आर स्टेटमेंट इन श्रुति सच स्थित्र उपनिषद विच सेज दैट अन्नम कोशमयम सो कोशम अन्नमयम अन्नमय कोश इज आत्मा दैट कैंड ऑफ स्टेटमेंट यू फाइंड इन तैत्रीय उपनिषद सो दे कोट दैट इज प्रमाणम प्रति जग्निरे दे प्रेजेंट दैट इज प्रमाणम एज द वैलिड मीन्स ऑफ नॉलेज दैट इज श्रुति वाक्य विच इज प्रमाणम एंड दे प्रेजेंट दैट तथा विरोचन से सिद्धांतम एंड ऑल्सो दर इज स्टेटमेंट बाय विरोचन ऑल्सो विच ऑल्सो इज प्रेजेंटेड एज प्रमाणम बाय दैम इन ऑर्ड टू प्रूव दैलिडिटी और इन ऑर्ड टू शो द वैलिडिटी ऑफ दर ओपिनियन तो फिर से टीकाकार कोशम अन्नमय शब्द अन्नमय कोश प्रतिपादक सवा एश पुषोन्नरसमय इत्यादि वाक्यम लक्ष्य सो दिस इज ऑल वी नो वेरी वेल तो आकाशाद वायु वायो अग्नि अग्निराप अद्यृथ्वी पृथिव्याम ओषध ओषधिभ्यम अन्ना पुषा सवा एश पुषोन्नरसमय मीन्स पुषा अन्नरसमय पुरुष मीन्स यर आत्मा तो आत्मा इज अन्नरसमय अन्नरसमय मीन्स द वन हु इज दी हू कंसिस ऑफ दी मॉडिफिकेशन ऑफ फूड एंड द बॉडी इट सेल्फ इज द मॉडिफिकेशन ऑफ फूड And so bodies, atma. So this is what that particular statement of Taittiriya Upanishad means. Just simply take that statement and quote. Look, this is what your Upanishad says: that atma is anarasamaya. Ityadi vakyam lakshade. This kind of statement they quote in order to support their position. Tatha virochanasya siddhantam. Virochanasya siddhantam idhi tat siddhanta pradipadagam. आत्मैव देहमय इत्यादि वाक्यम लक्ष्यते यू नो द फेमस स्टोरी ऑफ इंद्र एंड विरोचना बोथ ऑफ होम गोडू प्रजापति बिकॉज एड हर्ड प्रजापति डिक्लेर्ड कि आत्मा अपहत पापमा विजर विमृत्यु अभिजिकित्सह अभिपास सत्य संकल्प सत्य काम सो दिस वो स्टेटमेंट बाय प्रजापति दिस आत्मा इज अपहत पापमो सिंहलेस विजर फ्री फ्रॉम डिक्रेपिटेड विमृत्यु फ्री फ्रॉम डेथ अभिजिकित्सा फ्री फ्रॉम हंगर अभिपास फ्री फ्रॉम थर्स्ट सो दिस आत्मा वन नोज इज आत्मा अटेन्स ऑल दर्ल्ड यू नो सर्वांश लोकान सर्वांश कामान आपनोरी वन नोज इज आत्मा सच अटेन्स ऑल दर्ल्ड एंड फुलफिल्स ऑल द डिजायर दिस इज द स्टेटमेंट दट प्रजापति हेड मेड एंड दिस स्टेटमेंट So by karna parampara, ultimately it reached the pathala where the asuras are there, and in the heavens where the devas are there, and both of them came to know that there is an atma such as this, which is sinless, and which is this, and which is immortal, and knowing which we attain all the worlds and all the desires. So these both these fellows are more interested in the result. That if you know the atma, you attain all the worlds and all the desires, and therefore. Indra, who is the king of the devas, and Virochana, who is the king of the asuras, independently, without informing the other people, they independently went to Samit Pani with Samit in their hand. Independently went to Prajapati. They discovered themselves after reaching there, all right. But otherwise, they went there independently. After reaching there, I guess they had no rivalry at all or no enmity. Both of them stayed there for thirty-two years and served Prajapati, lived the life of Brahmacharya. At the end of 32 years, Prajapati asks them, "What for have you come here? Why have you been staying here? Can you imagine the teacher does not even bother to ask them for 32 years? So knew very well why they have come here, but still, at the end of 32 years, Prajapati asks them, 'What is the purpose of your staying here?' Then both of them say that we have heard this Atma, this Apahada Papma, Vijaraha, Vimrutihu, etc." So knowing the Atma, one attains all the worlds and one fulfills all the desires, and therefore we want to know the Atma. Then Prajapati says, "Okay, yesha akshani purusha drushade yesha eva Atma." 
this purusha or the person, the conscious being, who is seen in the eyes, he is Atma. Etadabhayam, etadamratam, etadbrahma. That alone is fearless, that alone is immortal, that alone is Brahma. This is Upadesha, Prachapati gave. Now, apparently Indra and Virochana, both of them, look, must have looked in each other's eyes, you know, because the person who is seen in the eye, and they found their own reflection. And so both of them concluded that this chaya or the reflection is Atma. And to verify their conclusion, they asked the question, but revered sir, how about, the, how about the reflection or chaya that we see in the water? Or how about the chaya that we see in any of the shining surface? In darpanam, in the mirror we see, in the water we see, other shining surface we see, are they all Atma? Or which one of them is Atma? Then Prajapati says, all they, all of them are Atma, you know. And thus the confusion also was confounded. And then certain other things also go on there, but ultimately both of them failed to understand what Prajapati was trying to say. And both of them came to the conclusion that the reflection is Atma. Of them Virochana went a step further. He said, if the reflection is Atma, well reflection cannot be Atma, but that on account of which the reflection is, is Atma, namely the gross body. So Virochana went away with the conclusion that this gross body is Atma. Indra also went away with the conclusion that the reflection is Atma, but he came back. Virochana never came back. And Virochana quietly went with satisfaction. And then he went and told his people, Tebhyayetam Upanishadam Provacha. He went to his people and told this Upanishad, meaning the secret teaching. Atmaiveha Mahayya Atma Paricharya. He says, this body alone is Atma and that alone should be glorified, that alone should be nourished and that alone should be worshipped. Atmanamevaiha Mahayyan Atmanam Paricharan Ubhavaloko Apnoti. Those people who worship the Atma, meaning body, and those people who nourish the body, those people who glorify the body, they attain both the worlds, this world as well as the other world. This is the Upadesha that he gave to his people. That is called the Virochana Paksha or Virochana Siddhanta. The Siddhanta that body alone is Atma. So they also follow the Siddhanta. Atmaiva Dehamayaha Ityadi Vakyam Lakshade. Dehamayaha Atmaiva. This body alone is Atma. This is the Virochana Siddhanta. So that Siddhanta Pribadakam Vakyam. This kind of passage or statements which seem to, uh, which seem to uh, concur with this opinion that this cross body alone is Atma. So they take such statements as Savayesha Purushon Narasamayaha and such other statements as this Atmaeva Dehamayaha. They present these statements as the valid proof and justify their position. And also claim that their position is based on Shruti. Edad Vakyadvayam Pramanatvena Pratijanate Pratijanateva Natu Upapadaitum Kshamaha Pratijagnira. This kind of propositions they don't make. But they don't, they don't further bother to prove this. So Pramanatvena Pratijanate. Such Vakyas are statements. They do present as Pramanam because they are statements of Shruti. Natu Upapadaitum Kshamaha. However, they are not perspective it is not possible for them to in fact justify the or validate these statements. They just present the statements alright as a proof of their belief, but they do not present any logic to show what, whether what the Shruti says is reasonable or not. Prakarana Virodhat, because that would go against the very context of the Shruti itself, because if we take the whole eighth chapter of Chandogya Upanishad, which, which gives us the story of the Virochana and Indra, then definitely it is said at the end of this whole teaching that Atma is what? It is beyond the body. And therefore, his body alone is in fact the source of all the samsara and Atma is that which is beyond the body or other than the body. That is what it clearly says. And so there is prakaranam. That whole context cannot certainly be justified by one statement that you are quoting. And therefore, they do not bother to justify what they are saying, they simply make a statement and make people believe that their position is based on Shruti. And so, these kind of things are there, even today also. Even among the Vedantins, they quote all kinds of statements. 
to justify whatever they want to do. And Vedanta, after studying several years, you become very smart also in making arguments. And so, if you want to lead a certain way of life, then you will find sufficient, uh, you know, sufficient material from the scriptures to justify whatever you want to do. Anyway, that's the point here is that how we can commit errors by merely taking the pratyaksh as pramanam and how there is a tendency on the part of the person to justify his position by always quoting. As I say, what is it? The devil also quotes the scriptures or something like that, you know. So these fellows also quote the scriptures just to justify what they, what they believe. <coughs> okay. Om Puramadaf Puramidam Puramat Puramudatyate Puranasya Puramadaya Puramiva Vasyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutao Vande Bhagavanta Upanapunaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmeti Muti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhavana Hari Om